What are the long box guys going to do tonight, Brain? The same thing the long box guys do every night, Pinky. Drink and talk about comics. They're useless to taking over the world. Yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Long Box Guys. With me, as always, are some of my very best friends since I was a very little kid. Josh, how you doing? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm doing really good. And I'm drinking a mini creamsicle from Treehouse. Ooh. It's very tasty. orangey and vanilla beer. It's, uh, it's really – it tastes good, but as you're approaching the beer – like, the vanilla's a little over the top, and it kind of has that sh- You know when vanilla sort of turns the corner to shoe leather? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, uh, I've been, uh, you know, I'm not savoring the smell as much. I'm just skipping right by and drinking. Well, shit, yeah, with your shit. nose, I mean, you should be getting that whiff way before the rest of us. Yeah, so I'm fore- forewarned is, you know, fore-dipped in my nose, so. <laughs> Tommy, how you doing, and what are you drinking there, pal? Oh, I'm doing all right. I am drinking some Grangestone uh, scotch. It is delicious. It sounds it delicious. Is. How about you there, Mikey? What do you got? That's a good haircut, by the way. You Thank you. I got, it, I got it from Fort Benning. Oh, uh, uh, really? Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. Uh, I am just drinking water tonight in honor of Stacy, and also because I have been fighting. I don't know if it's a cold or allergies, but something's been kicking my ass other than my wife. It could also have been old age. Uh, I'm drinking uh, a, just a, a nice little glass of scotch today. Uh, but I was thinking about a drink that I used to get in Hawaii all the time called the fishbowl. Uh, the fishbowl was such a notorious drink that you were only able to order one every day. And that was it. Then you were cut off from the bar for the rest of the night because it was 14 shots. Speaking of fishbowls, one of my favorite minions of all time is going to be in the episode we're talking about. And, of course, we're talking about Megamind. Yeah, Gosh, so <laughs> Megamind, it's just a, it's just a succinct and classic turnabout is fair play. Every possible hero story arc you could fit into a movie is in this movie. Uh, it's from DreamWorks from 2010. Uh, it's headlined by Will Ferrell, Tina Fey, Jonah Hill, David Cross, and Brad, Brad Pitt. It's um, just a, a, a great voice cast in one of the things that surprised me when I first saw the film, and I'm typically pretty good at at just knocking people's voices and being like, oh, that's that person. Will Ferrell threw me for a loop on this one. Doesn't I, sound like Will Ferrell at all, yeah. does it? I, you catch glimpses of his intonations in it, but he actually uses a voice for this yes. character, which he doesn't usually yep. do. So, But uh, for those unfamiliar, Megamind uh, has... Uh, Spoilers. Has, uh, Spoilers, total spoilers coming up. For a 12-year-old movie. <laughs> For a 12-year-old movie. Um, they both just, uh, they just you know, uh, steal the Superman uh, origin story. Both babies coming from destroying destroyed planets, landing on Earth. One lands in a prison, which is Megamind, uh, and the other lands in some super affluent uh, home in the suburbs. And so Megamind is tinted blue. And has the super brain power, and uh, Metro Man is your typical Superman, uh, all powerful, all you know, not all powerful, but the, uh, the Superman uh, template of powers. And they square off in this uh, just great little movie about uh, 
about about superhero tropes and how to sort of slip past them and make them just such a fantastic and entertaining movie. Yeah, a huge redemption arc for the bad guy. A, a weird, odd redemption arc for the good guy, too. Using a lot of those tropes that we love so much, like every hero has to have a weakness. Uh, what if the hero doesn't have a weakness, but he fakes it? <laughs> oh, you no. Found my weakness. Oh, no. Copper. Copper. What? Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, no. serious? All this? Yes, I am. Yeah. That's why I have the great copper spi there. <laughs> I loved how he would mispronounce the easiest words to make this character just more fun and, and creepy, crazy, and silly and, and fun. Yeah. Uh, I always think that this is a DreamWorks joy, but I keep thinking it's Pixar just because of the dump truck ass they gave Tina Fey, <laughs> which is like the Pixar hallmark. Yeah. I, I mean, to this day, I still answer the phone, Olo. Olo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, this this movie like gave me like, eight words that I constantly use and uh, just the the change in intonation to be irritating has uh, has stood the test of time with me personally. Yes, especially when it comes atrocity. to... Atrocity. Yeah. Atrocity. Metro City. You know it's Metro City, right? Metrocity. Uh, it's Spider. I think everyone's used Spider. 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 Uh, David Cross's long-suffering sidekick named Minion is just... Uh, totally a terrific it's, it's a fish in a giant ape and robot body suit contraption android uh he's really he's one of the, the big like nothing that uh megamind can do it, it can do no wrong in his eyes whether he's being good or whether he's being bad he keeps wanting to be bad but then he kind of comes around to wanting to be good a lot of fun stuff i love the invisible car bits yeah, <laughs> which they kept running into their invisible car. Of course, they ran into their invisible yeah. car. And then they he forget where they parked keys. it. Yeah, I don't know where I parked the invisible car shit. And then he drops his invisible car keys. He's like, "Well, we might as well just not have an invisible car at this point." Uh, yeah, are you ready to have your mind blown? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember? Mega Mind is faking himself as uh, pretending to be the curator of the Metro Man Museum. Yeah. What Brad. was that character's name? Bernard. 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 Yeah. Do you know who played Bernard? Ben Stiller. Damn it. <laughs> I watched it today. Uh, <laughs> I watched the movie today, Mike. Plus, he had to do the background story. He probably looked at the IMDb, which I did, and I saw, I wonder why Ben Stiller was the other voice. <laughs> He's uh, one of the producers. He was supposed to be Megamind, but he didn't want to do it. He would have been good as Megamind. Yeah, yeah he probably would have been good. I like Brad Pitt better, though, because he's got that <laughs> that uh, holier-than-thou kind of... No, Brad Pitt is... Um, I met Brad Pitt as uh, uh, Metro Man. Yeah. I liked him better because, you know, it's Brad Pitt, like, and everyone's, like, swooning and falling. You don't really swoon or fall for Ben Stiller. No. <laughs> I don't. My wife a little bit. She really liked him in uh, that Faith movie a while back. But that was mad. I was swearing for that guy. So uh, Jonah Hill's character is the Jimmy Olsen to uh, Tina Fey's Roxanne Roberts or uh, Lois Lane. Lois Lane. Yeah. Uh, his name is Hal. Um, but it's his last name is the other Green Lantern. Oh, I didn't oh. catch that one, yeah. Uh, 
Hal Stewart. Hal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Did not catch that. They had a lot of Easter catch. eggs for. They had the alliteration of the characters' names. Uh, they had that. Mega Mind is kind of a combination of Marvel's The Leader and uh, DC's Lex Luthor, basically. A little, little Brainiac in there, too, maybe. Yeah. And, and Minion is his own thing. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my wife had never seen Mega Mind when we were watching it uh, on Saturday. And she's like, how did I never see this? And I think it's because it got lost. It, it came out right after The Incredibles and Despicable Me. And I think it just got overlooked. Although it did make a hundred-something million dollars at the box office. so It, it made Bank DreamWorks is more popular overseas than they are here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, their their films, especially the Monsters Inc., which did okay here, but it's like super big overseas, uh, and I liked it. It was okay. I, I put Monsters Inc. pretty low on my my list of like that that. I, I mean, I love Megamind. It's such a fantastic movie. It's one of those movies that it's it, it's fallen into that that rotation with like The Fifth Element and some other movie Ghostbusters stuff like that. Where if it's on. I'm watching, you know, I don't care oh, where, 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 the, yeah. where in the movie it is. Yeah. I don't care if it's the last 11 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm watching this. Or if it's two minutes in, I'm, I'm watching the whole movie. I'm sucked in, so. Blazing Saddles, I know where we're going out, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monsters vs. Aliens and Megamind are two, two that's very, I mean, I wanna, I'm not going to say underrated, but I, I know people who have not seen them, which is odd to me, right? That's what I meant, by the way, when I said Monsters, Monsters vs. Aliens, because that's the DreamWorks one. Oh, okay. I love Monsters vs. Aliens. That's a great, also, yeah. just another fantastic movie that sort of, yeah, flew a little bit under the radar, but, you know, still did pretty well, you know, did well at the box office. I really wish they'd come up with a sequel for it. Plus, they mention our old neighborhood in San Francisco, Tom, in that movie, which yeah, right makes, me, makes me laugh every single time when the cockroach, when the humanoid cockroach set warns them that the tenderloin's a little dicey. Yeah, that uh, always always, uh, always makes me laugh. In fairness, it was. It was. Yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. He is not wrong. It still uh, is. Was, <laughs> I, I haven't been. In, you know. One of the few movies that made my wife throw up. <laughs> she saw one of the first uh, versions of it where, in 3D, where they uh, really didn't get the 3D down quite right yet. <laughs> So the poor kid, she still doesn't like that movie because of that. Uh, if you like Monsters vs. Aliens and if you like Megamind, I saw some of the shorts that they made after it for the Halloween special. So I'll talk about that a little bit after we discuss the movie. Because you guys probably haven't seen the shorts because you said you, you wish there were some sequels. Both Monsters vs. Aliens and Megamind have some shorts in a Halloween special I'll talk about in a second. And they've greenlit a uh, Megamind cartoon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I uh, hope they do it. Uh, do it. Do it justice. Because, I mean, I, I, I think at this point, matching sort of the, the quality of the animation is less of an issue than it has been, right? So, yeah. oftentimes when we were younger people, I'm not even going to say when we were kids, but even young adults, and they tried to bring sort of those properties into the TV format, the sort of the disparity in animation was so bad you were like Ugh, can i even watch this 
but now, uh, you know, rendering artists and whatnot and reusability of computer animation makes that uh, an easier transition on the eyes for people who are fans of, of traditional animation movies. And I got to say, Megamind might have the best soundtrack in any superhero movie besides something that James Gunn has directed. Or Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse has an amazing Spider-verse soundtrack. Spider-Verse has a really good soundtrack. Yeah. But I do love the Megamind soundtrack, yeah. I mean, you got ACDC just ran- and some just some random songs in there that uh, just hit home. You know what the difference between a villain and a supervillain is? Yeah, we haven't talked too much about Titan except for a secret identity. Uh, so Titan was the the real bad guy of the movie. Uh, Megamind, uh, he was a bad guy, but he was just trying to prove himself to the world, I think. You know, even his most evil plans were mostly just to show up uh, Metro Man. Uh, but Titan got the powers of Metro Man. And he became corrupted very quickly, which I think is something that might happen. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that, you know, you can feel instant sympathy for Megamind, right? Because he's being bullied at school. And even though he decides, well, if I'm going to be portrayed as bad, I might as well be bad. Um, deep down in his heart, he's, he's not a bad person. Uh, no matter how much he he thinks he is, uh, so I I like that this you know this this movie is watchable for all ages. You can watch it with a little kid, and you can watch it as an adult and still find enjoyment out of it. I assume I'm not a little kid. I wasn't a little kid when I saw it, but I would assume it's fun for a kid. Some of the things Titan does is a little scary, especially when he's chasing down um, the Lois Lane character. What was her name again? Roxanne. Roxanne. Uh, because he's looking to tear her up. And he feels a little entitled. Yeah. Uh, and he's yeah, And there's, he's definitely giving off the old poor me incel vibe. You know, if it wasn't for you women, I'd be doing great. Yeah, uh, kind of thing, which I always think is kind of creepy. Um, anytime it, it's not used that often as a character type, but when I see someone who's blaming women because women won't date him, uh, that comes off as really creepy and kind of ooky. And Titan definitely has that creepy ooky vibe. Like even when he didn't have the superpowers, he was giving off that vibe. Yeah, I mean, because you know, for the his party, he orders the bouncy house, and she shuts him down. And then, of course, he reminds himself properly that women like clowns and not bouncy houses. So we all know uh, that was going. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, everybody knows. Yeah. Clowns. Clearly, he's a villain straight from the get-go. He might as well have just been wearing a purple jumpsuit. Because we all know purple is the color of villains. That's how we all knew, spoiler alert, in Unbreakable, that the glass man was, as soon as you saw that the liner of his coat was purple, you knew he was the villain of the movie. Yeah. Easy. Easy, easy call. Same with Donnie and Marie. Yep. You're Those like, damn purple socks. Yeah, that dude's yeah. evil. Evil. Dude yep. is evil. Uh, anything else on uh, the movie itself? Great ending. You, you were right, by the way, about the soundtrack. The soundtrack really is terrific. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. 
I I think we should rate it three to eighteen. Ooh, three to eighteen on that soundtrack. I'm gonna give it like a solid. No, seven. no, I'm going straight for the movie. Just for the whole film. Movie. Oh, for yeah. the movie. Yeah. Oh, it's a good movie. I mean, it's not. Uh, I give it a seventeen. Yeah, I'll give it a sixteen. I'll match it a sixteen. I'm gonna go with yeah. Tom. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the uh, the high road here and give it a seventeen too. Yeah, I mean, it's, a it's good, not perfect, yeah. but it's close. It is yeah. close. Yeah. And it's not a long movie either. Like an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. It's easily watched. Yeah. It's very rewatchable. Hits all the marks. It's safe. If you had kids in the room, it's still safe to watch. Yeah. It's just, uh, just yeah. They just did a great job with this. And for, oh, our, li- for our listeners who are out there wondering, where can I find Megamind? Uh, I rented it from Apple. Not Apple. Um, Amazon. But it was available on Apple also. You could rent it for four dollars, or you could buy the movie for, I think, nine bucks. So, or you could see it on the free version of Peacock with commercials. Yep, with commercials. Yeah. Oh well, nice of you to point that out after I spent four bucks. <laughs> the Roku pointed it out to me. You son of a bitch! Always blaming the Roku. Uh, I watched. Uh, I watched it like last week, and then I. Wanted to see if there was anything else, so I, I just Googled it again, and I found out that in Scary Stories, an anthology that uh, they made for, like, uh, like shorts for you know, the movies and for a TV show, uh, there is a Monsters vs. Aliens and a Megamind one. The Megamind one is called The Button of Doom, and they're having this big yard sale, and they're giving away, like, all their evil weapons because they don't want to be evil anymore. And they give away everything except for the rotating space laser of death because they can't figure out how to use it for anything else but evil. They're just racking their brains on that one. Um, the uh, bot, which Minion actually hides because he can't bear to be rid of it, and the Button of Doom. And they can't remember what the Button of Doom does because they made so many things. So, like, you can just see him looking at him kind of sweating for a second, and then he just presses the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what would you do? Like, well, there's only one way to find out. So a giant mega, mega, mega mind emerges from the ground as the ultimate doomsday weapon to kill Metro Man. And uh, he thinks that Mega Mind is Metro Man because Mega Mind is the new savior of the city. So he has to fight his own giant evil robot. So he's like, all right. And, uh, you know, he, he says a lot of his fun tropes and he. He's down on himself because he unleashed evil on the city by accident again. Oh, darn it. Uh, but finally, <laughs> they, they get it together. It's actually funny enough that I think everyone should watch that one. It was, it was pretty good. And the Monsters vs. Alien ones is really cute. Where did you find that? Uh, I found it by yelling at my Roku until it told me where it was. <laughs> So, listeners, go over to Tom's house and yell at his Roku until it gives you what you want. So, listeners, Google that shit because you got hands and fingers and computers and shit. Most of you. All of you. Sorry if you don't. If you don't, there's voice activated stuff. I'm sorry. Roku was voice activated, so it's okay. All right. That does it for Megamind. I thought it was a great movie. It's one of those ones that we always watch. Mikey, what do you got the front of the law box for me? At the front of the long box, I have the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder, 
Have yeah. you guys seen this trailer? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And holy shit, Natalie Portman looks jacked. Yeah, so I mean She's ripped, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're gonna see a Linda Hamilton transformation for Natalie Portman. I hope we get a montage. Montage. That'd be sweet. Getting a little better with the hammer every time. Montage. I saw I saw the trailer today. I was really excited about it. If anybody if, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, um not really a spoiler, but if you like the thematically and and sort of how they did like Ragnarok and the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's definitely more in that vein than any other sort of uh situation. I already saw somebody badmouth it on Twitter today and I was like, I will murder you dead. I will find you. I will figure out why you don't like this movie and I will make you watch movies like this until you enjoy them because they're just fucking fun. It's as if somebody took a Walt Simonson comic book from the 80s because that fucking spaceship that they're flying in is just right out of that, uh, you know, Thor traveling around the universe. Yeah. Which is my favorite Thor ever. Yeah. Thor, yeah, Thor with the recorder. I didn't see the recorder. You think the recorder's in there? He may be. Who knows? I, bet. I love the recorder. But yeah, that looks good. I'm excited yeah. about it. Uh, it looks terrific. Uh, a lot of uh, the visuals, that bright, super bright, rainbow color, crazy. I loved it all. And they're doing the God Killer story, which yes. seems antithetical to having a comedic Thor. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, they took a really good. serious Jason Aaron run. And they're like, let's hire Christian Bale because everybody knows he's whimsical. <laughs> and make him the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if they're going to keep sort of the serious side of the subplot for Jane Foster's Thor. Yeah. She's still fighting cancer. Yeah, I don't know. I want. I was wondering if they're going to include that sort of in the in the mix, and uh, sort of have them deal with it. But I wasn't sure. It's hard we'll to tell. Say, hard to tell with the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She just appears for a second. So. Um, Christian Bale. He put on what six hundred and fifty-two tons to play the God Killer. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very method acting. That's tough. Yeah, his method acting is tough. At some point, you just gotta like just really lean into it. A lot of stakes. A, a lot, lot of, of stakes. stakes. Yeah. That's not good, though. That stakes are good. Tommy, what do you got in the back of the long box? I have Star Wars, Darth Vader, and the Ghost Prison. So Ooh. this takes place uh, before the Battle of Yavin. Um, and it is a great Darth Vader story. It's not quite as good as Vader Down, but it's still pretty good. Uh, in it, there's an attack on Coruscant. They attack the Emperor. Uh, they have uh, used poison gas. The Emperor is down but not out. And it's a basically an insurgency within the Empire. A bunch of the cadets have tried to take out a bunch of the soldiers because the person in charge of the Academy has decided that the Emperor is foolishly killing off a bunch of soldiers. And he's sick of it. He doesn't want to keep training cadets 
to have them constantly be sent into useless battles and die. So he thinks the Empire is heading in the wrong direction, so he tries to, to do a coup and tries to take out the Emperor. So Darth Vader is looking for a place off the grid to with medical facilities to heal the Emperor. And so he goes to the Jedi archives, finds a ghost prison where they were keeping all the Force-sensitive uh, people that they captured during the Clone Wars to use the medical facilities and to try to get some troops to fight off the insurgency. And it is a great story. Is this part of Charles Soule's run? Uh, this is by W. Hayden Blackman, Randy Stradley, Dave Wilkins, and Augustine Alesso. Uh, so it is before all the Charles Soule run. It's before all of that. Uh, this is back from like 2015. Oh, okay. So this is from a while ago. But it's still a really good Star Wars story. And it's and it really does have Vader kicking the crap out of a lot of people. So still Marvel, just not recent Marvel. Yeah. Okay. So Sounds good. Good stuff. Does yeah. Good. I'll read that. I like watching Vader kick ass. That's why yeah. we always love that's why we talk about Vader down so much, yeah. 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 Because he yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah. He should. Uh, instead of doing a 3 to 18 today, I'm going to do kind of a bit on either or. I heard a comic talking about um, the thing that men want. There are things that men want more than great sex. It's not a lot of things, but there are some things. And on a scale of 3 to 18, how much would you like to be recruited into a heist? It's a heist for a good thing. It's not like just robbing people or stealing money. It's for, like, good. But, like, hey, man, you have a certain set of talents. We need you on this team. Like, the van pulls up. Some guy that you really like from, like, your old days in the military, Mike, or, like, an old high school professor, Josh, who says, this bad guy's got this relic, man. We got to go get it. Or Tommy. I don't know what the fuck motivates you. (laughs) (laughs) Some accountant comes running up and says, hey, we just can't get these numbers to match up, but maybe you got this. <laughs> but for some reason, your certain skill set is leading to a goal that you want to accomplish, and you're the guy. Scale of 3 to 18, how jacked are you? I'm worried there's going to be a swerve. <laughs> there's supposed to be a swerve. It's a heist movie. Man. I know, but I'm worried I'm the one getting swerved. <laughs> yeah, because if I don't know what the swerve is, then I am the one being swerved. That's true. I'm pretty sure I'm the distraction. <laughs> we really need you to dress up as a woman and walk into this prison. Dude. Now, I'm pretty sure I'm the guy that's supposed to spill the drinks on the guard. <laughs> that's an important part, man. So I have a game called Burgle Brothers where it is a heist where we are stealing uh, money from a casino that we need to play. The, it's just a four-person game. So next time we're all together, I'll bring that over and we will have your fucking heist, Tom. Thank you. Just so you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a clear 18. Like, more than anything else in my life, I would love for one of my, my the one of the commanders that I served under, like, 
Tom, one of the weapons that you worked on when you were a nuclear weapon specialist, it's in the wrong hands. We got to get it back. And you're the only, you're the last guy to work on it. Fuck Tom, yeah, I mean, Josh, LT and I literally had this conversation when you were in the Ukraine because we thought we would have to do a heist to go rescue you. And we were like, well, uh, McCoy's dead, but his son's around, so I think we'll be okay. <laughs> we got McCoy lights. Right. I wouldn't say light. Yeah. Ben's McCoy bigger than Chris least, ever was. McCoy extra tall is what we got. <laughs> he can only see over the counter at the 7-Eleven in case that's where I'm being hit. Right. It's a good thing. The good thing about the Ben over Christian was Ben can ride that ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke for our friends who don't know, but Christian was one of our friends who uh, unfortunately lost his life in Afghanistan. His son is Ben, and they're both great soldiers. Yes. All right, Josh, give me three to 18. Don't leave me hang. Uh, I'm going to go 17. All right, you'd be stoked, Tommy. I know it's not your thing, but come on. You don't break the law, though. you got to go, like, eight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm horrified, and I'm calling the police on you. Okay. Mikey? I cannot answer this question. I would never agree to do anything illegal. Of course you wouldn't. Blink twice. Blink out the number. One. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a 44 Three. if you just keep on watching me. <laughs> After enough time goes by. <laughs> Event, man, Mike's really into this. <laughs> oh, my God. Mike's hey, I didn't know Mikey wanted to do a heist this bad. <laughs> I think we know what to get him for his birthday. <laughs> yeah. Come over and play Burgo Brothers with me. <laughs> Fair Apparently, enough. it's eye drops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josh, that was a little bit of a tangent, but do you have a tangent for us today? Yeah, do I? I thought I had one. I uh, just lost it. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. Um, so Minion, right? So if we're looking at Minion, right, we've got a fish controlling the body of a robo-gorilla. If you could have had any of your... Pets, childhood companions, anything like that. What amalgamation makes your perfect minion from your childhood? Or, or, or recent history. It doesn't need to be from your childhood. I'm just going to go with my stuffed, uh, my, my imaginary friend, Chauncey. You want Chauncey? For those of you who know that notice my camera's off, there's a reason for that. Tommy, <laughs> um, we lost visual on you. I know you lost visual on me when I talk about my imaginary friend, Chauncey. Shut up. Am I good? I'm good. Good. I'm back. I'm, so you know I love the super ape robotic body. Oh, yeah. I, know I mean, I, I think that's already perfect. Um <laughs> So I would probably see. I need a minion. Like Bear was just way too nice and friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't use Bear. I'm going to go with Tinker Monster. Uh, 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 does the tiny little Chihuahua handle that body? Like the, the like the sergeant from Top Ten? Is that yeah. what Tinker's looking like? Yeah. 
yeah, she would be awesome at that. Plus, like I, we went to the vet today, and so she had to get some shots. So like she can't. She's she's 14 years old. She can no longer make it easily up the steps anymore. So I have to carry her everywhere. So if I could prolong my my dog's life by putting her in that kind of body where she wouldn't be suffering, I think I'd, I appreciate that. Robo tanker. Got it. Yeah. LT? I, I, would, I would like my, my childhood dog, uh, Abner, to be back. And I would also probe him in a robot dog, probably a robot dog body, though. That was a good dog. But, uh, you know, maybe give him some opposable thumbs, though, so he could be more useful. <laughs> you did not deserve that dog. That was a good dog. That was a damn good dog. No, nobody deserved that dog. That dog was a good dog. That was a good dog. Uh, I am. I'm taking also. Um, I, I'm taking Dodger, uh, but I'm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not putting him in the, in the, uh, the the humanoid body. I'm putting him in the. Um, remember the. Uh, oh man, what were those toys? They were like those. They were like wind-up puzzle toys that you had to like create. You had to like build them all, and then you could crank them so they could move. I had a giant gorilla one, but I also had a giant dragon one. So I'm having Dodger Dragon as my uh, as my my amalgam, my Frankenstein companion. I'm just I, I'm a little bit surprised it's not like da- Baxter. Baxter and Dodger and Dodger like a two yeah like a two headed monster like Cerberus yeah. type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do a Cerberus dragon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a Tiamat, but, you know, friendlier. Yeah. I, I, you know, initially I, I thought if it was a pet tugboat, but you guys did not know how vicious tugboat was when it came to any other dog or any other person approaching anywhere near Laney. <laughs> like, he would just lose his mind and just bite, like, <laughs> which I loved, by the way. If Laney was watching tugboat, she was not getting raped. Unless you had, like, multiple shotguns to kill that dog. You better hit him. <laughs> so, um, I think he'd be too dangerous in a robot body. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I love you, Tugboat, but man, I just cannot unleash you on the world. Like, the mailman would come to the door and look at Lady, and that's it for the mailman. Like, the body, the pile of bodies. Yeah, the only thing I would worry about with a dragon-sized Baxter was to just a sheer volume of drool produced. Oh, jeez. Like, you can't even imagine the mess he makes on my floor now when he's only 80 pounds. Like, uh, if he was dragon-sized, like, I don't even know. That's like, that's like a water park. That's I, the I worst think water the, park I ever. I think the Baxter head, I think the Baxter head would have a slightly longer neck so that he could retrieve snacks better. But, <laughs> I'm just imagining all the fur that would be all over your house. Oh God, it'd be yeah. Well, I mean that's uh, we could that's where the Robo Dragon parts come in to reduce the uh, the fur to uh, <laughs> combat steel ratio so it's livable. Yeah. yeah. I noticed no one picked a cat. <laughs> no. no. I've had oh. some good cats. <laughs> I've never had a cat. I don't think I remember you ever having a cat, yeah. I think he would remember if he had a cat. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think, like, if a girl lived with you for a little while or anything that had a cat for a bit. But I don't remember any. I mean, I've dated people who had cats. 
dad and Donna, my father and stepmother had cats, but yeah. I never lived with a cat. Cats are awesome as long as you realize that they're, you know, pretty much assholes. Yeah. I lived with an iguana, yeah. but not a cat. That was a great iguana. A By the way, pet. you would never choose a cat as your minion because cats are like one of the like, biggest predators on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get you don't want to make a cat big enough to take down a human. <laughs> Good point. Moving on. Yeah. I guess that brings yeah. us over to uh is that everybody? Yeah. 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 Plugs, we got uh we got AwesomeCon coming up. Yeah. We First do. week in the June if you are in the Washington, D.C. area. Come on over to AwesomeCon Saturday night. We are in the big room. We are 450 big people. Uh, so get there early. Uh, we're at, I think, 8.30 in the evening. Yeah. We're after the con closes, but we're s- like the... Still at the con. Still at the con. The floors will be closed, but everything else is still going on. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to be missing this. It's going to be uh, massive. I, I think we're going to get a, a, a crowd probably around the size of the ones we got in Philly or in Vegas. I would hope so. Right. Yeah. Which was, you know, like, what, 50, 75, somewhere in there? No. The, that, no. But I think we got over 100 in uh, in Philly. In Philly. In Philly. And yeah. the, the, the Vegas was the first year they had Vegas, and there were a lot of people in that room. That room was packed, too. It yeah, was that a giant was a, room. Yeah. We got some pictures of that one. It's kind of a lot. I don't, wasn't at Vegas. We did well in New Orleans, too. Yeah. I was times. so hungover at Vegas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mikey kept feeding me all those drinks at the craps table. <laughs> St. Louis, we had a huge crowd, too. Um, so that was good. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, a lot of big crowds. A couple of really good guests. Uh, Josh, do you have Anthony Daniels's uh, autograph yet? No, because Anthony Daniels was a dick to me at a con, and now I refuse to get his autograph. Well, then you're not going to want to get it this time either. Uh, Amanda Connor, I might try to get a sketch from her, but I doubt I'll. Uh, you say that every con. I know, but always so busy. So lovely. Yeah. Um, so lovely. Melissa Joan Hart will be there. That'll be fun to see. Yeah, I hadn't really looked at the guest list to see. Um... It's not that many. It's only like 15 people. If you grow out your mutton chops, I know somebody who will pull on them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Carlos back. Damn right he is. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh... Sylvester McCoy for your, my uh, Doctor Who fans. Oh, Simu Lee will be there. Simu Lee, I'd yeah. be like him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, not a big list of folks. I don't know if this is just early, but it's, the con's not that far off, so I'm guessing now? It's in May. I mean, it's coming up. No, June. 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 I am uh, not good with dates. I have proven this over and over again. And over again. <laughs> over again. Yeah, I don't know how big the attendance. I honestly don't know how big Awesome Con is, or even how uh, big the center is. I think they they usually average between forty and fifty thousand people. It's not a small con. Over that's the over con. the three we, three days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's still three times as big as Pensacon, but Pensacon had a hundred guests, and these guys have twenty. Yep. Three days. You know why? Because everybody months. goes to the panels. I hope so. Right. Uh, 
it's you can't uh, I, I can't find any of the programming online, but as of yet. Anyway. You know, yeah, I, don't... I would I would try to, you know, join you virtually, but I will be in White River Junction and I will have absolutely no internet connection because that's the way it is in White River Junction, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Well, that's okay. If you do want to see it, I assure you we are not recording it because we are too lazy to do that. Uh, we got to do that at some point. We, we really got to do that at some point. We used to be on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, actually, we're on um, uh, somewhere else. That uh, one came up again, yeah. It's on somewhere. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Well, was that the Las Vegas con that they filmed? Yeah, it was the Las Vegas con I was so hungover for. <laughs> So, yeah, if you search Amazon Prime, you might find us. We're definitely on there. We were uh, back when Con TV existed. I guess they sold everything to Amazon Prime. Yep. Uh, I think Con TV might be a, its own channel now on uh, Roku somewhere because I know I saw us. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We, we are out there. That's right. But we're if, out there. We get no royalties for that. <laughs> If you want to uh, follow us, you can go over to Twitter at the Longbox Guys. Or if you can't get enough of us, you can go to patreon.com slash the Longbox Guys. And for a mere $1 a week, you can, or excuse me, $1 a month, you can get a bonus podcast from us. Every week we do a bonus podcast called The Geek Leak, where we talk about all the other geeky stuff we're up to other than comic books. And, uh, you know what? We should also plug our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. Hi. Uh, please like and subscribe and give us a higher rating because the higher rating we get, the more the algorithm is going to point us out to people who like drunk guys talking about comic books. Uh, and uh, we should also thank Kirby Crackle for providing our geek rock music as they do every week. KirbyCrackleMusic.com. I'd also like to plug geekorthodox.com. Geekorthodox.com. Hello, Tammy. Geekorthodox.com, purveyor of stained glass prints, socks, uh, Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses, sake sets, you name it, they got it, geekorthodox.com. If you want t-shirts, you got to go over to ianlino.com. That's where all the good t-shirts are. I would say... GeekOrthodox.com is the mega mind of stained glass. I'm in on that. It's true. And Ianlino.com is the minion. Of, of geek t-shirts. Of geek t-shirts. I think, I think you're stretching that a little bit. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Josh, what's the name of your new comic book uh, shop in your town? Great Stories in Whitensville, Massachusetts. Come on by. Uh, they've got a new space. They're shrinking it out to have uh, streaming games at some point. And hopefully, we'll uh, maybe we'll even do a uh, a live podcast from there. I love that. Those guys are nice. They got me a whole bunch of uh, uh, Pokemon energy cards, cards. Yeah, energy cards for uh, the Pokemon uh, group that we're starting at our after school program for refugee children. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, all the money we get from our Patreon account goes over to the Elizabeth Peabody House, where they do awesome work. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> uh, they do feed about 100 families every single week. 
Uh, and that's up from like 80 families just like two or three months ago, which is up from like 60 families just about uh, a year ago. The, you know, the price of food, the price of everything is going up and up and up. More and more families are needing a little bit of help. So don't forget your local food banks. And if you don't have a local one to give to, the Elizabeth Peabody House in Somerville, Massachusetts could certainly use the help. And if you're in the New Orleans area, which I know a lot of our listeners are, go into Jackson Square and check out Sweet Saint, which is uh, my friend's new ice cream shop down there. Um, Sweet Saint isn't a stripper. I didn't say it isn't a stripper. I said it's an ice cream shop that my friend has. Okay, because I'm pretty sure I've tucked dollar bills into Sweet Saint's G-string. And he was fantastic. Yeah. Josh? Sweet Saint, is that your sector? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's this podcast like to you? It's like drunk history, but for comics. Sweet, sweet timing. What do you always say? I always say that when you guys are going down to Awesome Con, I will have gotten my fourth shot. All right. All right. <laughs> and don't forget what I always say. Don't just what you hate. Just promote what you love. You will live longer. I promise you. Goodbye from the lockbox, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.